0: Golly, they never said the size podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? The size is a black podcast and all genres with a sprinkling pop culture and a shit ton kind of foolishness. If you're know not a music, you probably don't know what size means. Who knows? Oh, I can see it now.
1: I got one on the bad league too. Yeah, Tisha mcbride <laughs> i haven't got a tattoo since i haven't got a tattoo since last fall you know i am falling apart at the seams
0: you'll be fine
1: you know i'm a quarterly doll
0: yeah i i told you i was literally hey y'all this is the size whatever what was it, man? i oh, told you right because <laughs> we already yapping right I, I slid in the dms of this artist that i wanted to do my the rest of my sleeve and um Delaware or Hagerstown, Maryland. Somewhere that's not super far. And he blatantly told me he couldn't do it. Why? Uh, Your work looks exactly like what I want, doll face.
1: Why he say he can't do it?
0: I don't know. I think I was being too descriptive. I'd <sighs> be thinking that you got to over explain so that the people have a good idea. But he ain't like it.
1: Um, people don't be liking stuff. and I don't like what?
0: That. People also lack taste, and I don't like what? That. Wow. Lack of taste.
1: Things we don't like. If you want a taste, oh, wait. If you want some taste, what you bring to the plate?
0: Sing. (laughs) Man,
1: Jess was really trying to ask the question and get to the root. Ball. Because if you want some taste, what do you bring to the plate? Like, what is going on?
0: Listen, I don't bring nothing to the table. I am the table. I Hello? That'd be the gag of the wings. A
1: seat at the who? Me.
0: (laughs) No. Please. (laughs) Please. It's too early in the cast. Is it?
1: Is it all?
0: Oh, yes. All
1: right,
0: so what's going on for real? (laughs) Well,
1: um, y'all can't see me, but I'm recording on my stomach because I just got a BBL this morning. (laughs)
0: Hey, young.
1: So I'm currently recording the cast from my bed, from my stomach.
0: I'm screaming because not down to the goals, like Roly. <laughs> be careful.
1: Did you see that she was getting her chin lipo and she was wide awake, like, hello,
0: world? I don't, you know, I'm cosmetic surgery teen and. It's just in bad taste the way that she's going about this. She really should have lost weight, like did an intense Hers. diet and workout regimen and all of that beforehand so that she could have just gotten a group. Minimal. Exactly. Because the way that they're going about this, she's going to look bad at the end.
1: And she should have went to a doctor that actually doesn't have a history of killing people.
0: Right. When Corey said that Goals put more girls in the grave than the police... <laughs> Baby, the number one killer of black women in America goes
1: (laughs) like, I'm not going to know um surgeon that is next door to a bodega. Are you kidding?
0: She has to be kidding. And then Zeus... Racking up the coins, filming the whole thing. This is in bad taste.
1: Yeah, it's just not a good look. And Zeus, like, I knew Zeus was low down, but I didn't know it was this bad. <laughs>
0: not a dirty shame. It's a shame. <laughs> the way you mess around with me, boy.
1: What did Jada Pickett say, I told you he was angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but space and what opportunity. <laughs> Ooh. Well, no, y'all need
1: to see that she had looked at bomb in that scene too, with the red dress and the red leather jacket and the red leather hat. She ate that.
0: She thought she was Rihanna from the Super Bowl, all red. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Rihanna thought she was her. See, impact.
0: Listen, yeah, she was dressed in that movie. The girls used to be dressed in the nineties. Let's just talk about that. Yeah, that. Wow.
1: Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't actually get a, a BBL. Yo, I got a procedure. I did ask if I can get a BBL for bogo price but um they said they don't do that so
0: not at all doll and i'm (laughs) glad they recommended against it
1: they said we don't do um the surge of plastic only the surge of bones (laughs) so i got a new bone
0: wrong hole fool
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's up with you doll you was at every show known to me in this weekend
0: janet jackson is a legend taught everybody how to be famous taught everybody how to perform dances down wow her and my mom being the same age and her being able to move around on that stage like that Denine would have been broken down after the first intro mm-hmm. like i don't it was amazing to see like it was my first time seeing janet janet and anita really had me back to back in baltimore that's scary did you at
1: least get a crab leg in between
0: no but i did go get crabs on monday at home okay you know me ron and jerome just walked out to the wolf hey ron (laughs) but so the clips online don't do janet's like stage setup justice at all
1: oh tell us more the justice is poetic
0: Ooh, right. So you kick my cat, I'm gonna kick your ass. Um, <laughs> the way that it looks in person, it looks like an award show performance for 90 to 90 minutes to two hours, however long. There's like a ladder with two poles and like a staircase in the middle. So they go up and down, it'd be dancers dancing on her head, and then at the at the, <laughs> time, the pole for so the sexy parts, and it's like these two big screens that are on the side and the little circular screen at the top with a little banner that goes across and a screen on top of that. I was like, okay, wait. They made it look real minimal and like spaced out and cheesy on the clips mm-hmm. that I was seeing. And I was like, oh damn, Janet Tor is giving low budget. But it's not. In person- So it
1: was, so it, it was bad um, iPhones. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, iPhone tens is what was the issue, not exactly. Jan's exactly. budget.
0: Exactly. The only mm-hmm. issue that I have is the ponytail. I like specific hair for certain people, and I'll be wanting the "That's the Way Love Goes" or "Damn Baby" hair when Janet performs. But she eats the ponytail; it's fine.
1: Um, wait, <laughs> y'all. I had me and Muse love animals, so I had sent him this um this Shih Tzu that was scurrying around Japan. <laughs> 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 and i was like oh my god why this look like a bob getting blown around and then i heard ryle go say it look like Janet ponytail
0: <laughs> he was like not this backstage of the tour and that's the ponytail just laying half across the ground <laughs> if y'all could see this fucking ponytail running around
1: the, that's the part like it's funny to us because y'all ain't seen it but like you know the shih tzu's got that hair that like but it's like really really long and like spreads out on the ground now imagine a shih tzu dog you looking at a video on the back of it
0: and you can't see the face and it's you just can't see
1: face. so all you see is just long a ball of long hair just scurrying Definitely. around tokyo
0: it is wow. rude actually i was like what is this <laughs> that is funny shit we really think that we the crocodile hunter just animals planets that's funny but shout out to also dario boatner it might be dario but fine and denzel chisholm oh my god
1: y'all is denzel
0: dancers of the universe like they are eating this tour i was talking to andre and i was like can you imagine as a dancer what it feels like to get the call that you made janet jackson's fucking tour and you're like mom guess what I would die. That is everything. Like that is such a big accomplishment in a dancer's life, and it's a testament to how syncopated and choreographed and music. Um, like what is the word? The doll dances. Like that's all. Music's the- <laughs> like, like I don't got no more words. The 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 movement is intricate to the point where you know how certain artists make movements for their dancers, and then they, like... Tap in. Yeah, like, they tap in and out of the choreography, which is fine, but they also modify the choreography, so they're doing one thing, and their dancers are doing a more intense version. Janet Mm -hmm. doesn't have any modifications. It's literally, she's doing all of the choreography. She's in the pocket with them. She's on the and counts with them. She's nuanced and doing the things. Like,
1: And she's, how old again? I just want to put that back on the record.
0: 56, 57. Thank you. Like her and my mom are like a week apart in birthday and they the same age. So I always just think about this is someone's my mom's age on stage going off. And then like together again, it's not a greatest hits tour, but it may as well be because she's going running the gamut.
1: Yeah, because she don't got no new music and no shade. I feel like she, unfortunately, when you're a legacy artist, we want to hear new music. We as in me amused, but I don't feel like other people be wanting to hear new music. I don't think So it need to be greatest hits.
0: Yeah. And it was given that, like, you know, me and Ron are setless children and we found it before we got there. So should
1: I look? Is it good?
0: It is good. But there are like things that were missed. So.
1: Because you got to be like a real Janet Gay to like clock some of the like transitions and stuff like that.
0: hmm And I don't know if I'm that astute in my homosexuality.
1: It's, we, it definitely needs to be run by um Dre.
0: Yeah. He's the Janet of the group.
1: Yeah. Janet is his number one. He's already seen her once and he's going to go see her again.
0: Yeah. And this was my first time seeing her ever. And Andre's probably on his third leg of this tour. <laughs> Dre
1: cd the tour, actually.
0: <laughs> Literally. So, <laughs> Miss You Much is where I left because we was trying to beat the traffic, but it was like three more songs after that. I think she did Scream, but I've seen her do Scream.
1: I'm shocked that you left early.
0: It's because of Ron.
1: Ron, you're canceled.
0: <laughs> Ron give on when it comes to time and like... Traffic, and he was reading Baltimore the entire time that we was on the way there. So it was just an in-and-out trip. Like, it was really given. take a shot every time Ron say Baltimore is late. And I would have been done. Like <laughs> <laughs> not me- as giving Risha like, Roulette, Ron Roulette. <laughs> it was very much so Bravo Andy talking about take a shot if you see this word. <laughs>
1: Who else did? Did you see any other notable shalolables there? Was there anyone else at
0: the soiree? So Ludacris opened up for her. Didn't know that I could sing the same lyrics at the same time, could fucking spit back out the words like, I need to be ludicrous for Halloween, get very much so karaoke. I mean, do got the braids. I, <laughs> I know every ludicrous song. I He was a big deal for me in middle school, but I didn't realize I remembered that like leg of my life.
1: And, and I'll be that nigga named Luda, aka LBALV. Fuck shit. When it's like one time, Southside last ride, and you love what you do, do what you feel. And you know, you're gonna mark my words. I shit like words, and you something, something, you ass to get served.
0: That was me at the concert.
1: That's how you open an album.
0: Like, Fat Rabbit. Oof. <laughs> Cadillac quality, it. throw them bows, like Cadillac deals. Cadillac. Wheels, check out the Oil My Cadillac spill. Like, ludicrous, please.
1: People really sleep on the fact that he's actually one of the best lyricists in rap.
0: For sure.
1: And I'm not, and I did, y'all didn't, call, I did not say to me. No. You'll
0: after that. That is, that is a full stop. Like, his live performance of also his greatest hits, his antics on stage, his charisma, his personality, his audience participation, like the way that he commanded his, like his presence, it made me not be mad or wince when people say that I look like him because I used to be over it. But <laughs> now I could kind of like give, well, I mean, at least he is one of the best.
1: <laughs> like, at least he a legend. Right.
0: At least I'm and y'all legend. Y'all not though.
1: like, oh, you know who you favorite? DDJ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shout out to um, him being e that's the funniest tweet I've ever seen in my life.
1: Imagine being a late girl. I would hate that.
0: Ooh, how does it feel to be latte?
1: Wouldn't know what? was. Damn. Ooh,
0: same. But yeah, okay, so we can really be done at Janet. Like I've stand. I will forever stand.
1: I'm seeing Janet allegedly tomorrow. Um, I'll be on the um Why? on the stretcher because of my BBL. But I'm not missing it, Janet. And uh, Lil' Kim is opening up for us.
0: Excuse me? (laughs) What? I didn't know that they were switching them out, switching them out like Summer. Yes.
1: Kimberly Denise will be in the building. I am so excited. I'm going with Rihanna. And I don't know if you know, but Lil' Kim is her number one doll. I could see that. Across genres, like across human existence.
0: Oh. (laughs) So
1: when I I heard the news and I told her, she was like, oh, it's crazy. But we all messed up. Everybody is down bad. And it's annoying because um, my surgeon was saying I'll be walking around and fine so I could go. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. What? Meanwhile, I'm laying on my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) I had to crawl up the steps using just my arms. So, shout out the pole.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, the upper body strength is tantamount. But at the same time, it shouldn't give that. We need, like, a dedicated aide in the house or, I don't know, a friend of the family. Princess can't do nothing. What's going on?
1: You know, Princess, she, she's not a supportive doll, so... <laughs> It's all about what you can give to her. It's a one-sided relationship with Miss Princess.
0: That's why I don't fuck with them cats. Spawns of the devil. Ooh. <laughs> Just watching my dog clamor oh.
1: up the steps. Bye. It was the, I look like a, a salamander. or Not a salamander. I look like a snake.
0: <laughs> not a centipede. Ain't that Ruby Jackson song? Centipede.
1: Ooh, I hope Jan do a little put that in her, her show. She's not doing that.
0: <laughs> She's oh. absolutely not doing that. Okay. Anita the Baker. First of all, I want to start at Babyface and this controversy because Baltimore's showing didn't have any hiccups. Well, Babyface didn't. I just (laughs) want to know how it feels to flex on the girls in the manner as such. Every time that Babyface sang a song, the Billboard chart popped up on the screen and the number of the like one through 100 what it hit all of them was within the top 10 you
1: had to remind the girls
0: i just don't understand like how, like that's not even a soft flex it is <laughs> a reminder like don't ever <laughs> let yourself forget that i am that bitch period i love that for kenneth Edmonds. he had Ooh, these kenneth. <laughs> he had these four guys that I need to do some research on as his backup singers sing better than everybody.
1: Oh,
0: because he did two of his. Bo- was he- any
1: them them nephews or them fe- you know them family members?
0: They probably related because when I was walking in, I thought that it was after seven, but it wasn't. They oh, were was young guys. You
1: know how I feel about after seven. R.I.P. Right son- to the brother that had passed. Yeah. His oh, his son. Um, his son does his parts now.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: The after seven son, I mean, brother that passed away, his son does his performs with after seven now and does his part. He sound like the dad. It's actually really nice.
0: I like that. I like when the voices can carry on because everybody ain't able.
1: Yeah, because Brian McKnight's son that he don't acknowledge sing exactly like him. You put him behind the door, I wouldn't know it wasn't Brian.
0: <laughs> behind the door is annoying. But also, Dineva was on down to the YouTube reading him for not claiming them kids. Oh, yeah, I have that on my in my queue. <laughs> Watch it. I also watched the one about Anita Baker and Babyface, and I don't really understand all of what happened at that show, but it didn't happen at mine, so I'm going to praise God.
1: Well, who da- somebody I know was there. So I found out somebody. Who was it? Somebody I know went and they gave me some on-the-ground reporting.
0: We love OGR.
1: <sighs> who was it? I don't know, but what they said was that it was like two hours waiting for the show to start because apparently there was like sound issues or something yeah. like that.
0: Anita Which, is. This important.
1: is why you have sound check.
0: But I don't, so that was where I, when I get to Anita, I'm going to elaborate on that. I'm not sure if the elders do sound check because Anita was directing the choir during her set. And it was like, well, girl, you sound great to us, but whatever she was hearing wasn't matching what we were. And I understand how that could be an issue as the performer. And she started reading them. She basically was reading the sound people the entire show. It was parts where she would fix something. And then when she started back singing, she would sing to the audience. Can you hear the difference? (laughs) Like she would sing that to us. So at one point.
1: You're not doing sound check and she being mean.
0: She really reminds me of like the grandmother or the elder aunt that, do anything for her family and love her people, but don't play with her because she wasn't wrong, but there is a delivery and like a way to go about things. And she was being mean to them. She said (laughs) like maybe four songs. in, she said, see these sound people of today are used to these performers that don't have a band, don't sing live and they just fix the track. But with me, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm living. (laughs) I'm having a ball because she's um, a Baker. <laughs> she don't care. And I like that, but I can understand how it turns people off, especially the people that you work with. I want to know who got paid that night because probably not the sound girls.
1: Nobody. Oh, wait, I forgot to finish the story. So oh. the show was like two hours late. And by the time so then when they were like, okay, well, Babyface is the opener. But because the show was two hours behind and they had to be, you know, they got to be done at a certain time.
0: Yeah. It's a curfew and like Anita wouldn't even
1: let him do like two pieces of song. Yeah, so that's like. Well, I'm headliner doll, so yeah. And then she apparently only did like four or five songs and Pooch and
0: Pooch. I don't really know how I feel or like who I think is right though, honestly, because Babyface and them still got paid because they showed up, they came to do their job. Everything is fine on their end. Two, if a place has like a sound ordinance or a curfew it usually does go in favor of the headliner. Like the people, of course, Babyface is a very big deal. And some could say that Babyface put a lot of Anita's daughters on because he was the reason for Tony's first hit, who Mm -hmm. was initially for Anita Baker. Anita Baker was like, oh, well, I like the girl who did the demo. Let her have it. This is great. So I say all of that to say she could have done her set in a way that included Babyface. So the the people who came to see him got a little piece. But also, it's my tour. It's backed by my people. I am the headliner. If you can't do it because we all late, which we don't know what they was late for, that's- Her. I'm sure it was her fault. I don't know. It's just, it's two sides to that story. I also-
1: But the other thing that I thought was interesting was when Babyface made his announcement, other iconic celebrities of your- Started cosigning and being and basically saying that she's not a nice lady.
0: Don't nobody like Anita Baker, but Beyonce and Anita Baker don't like nobody. but... Well,
1: Beyonce. Mary, Mary is her daughter,
0: and Mary, she loved Mary.
1: Yeah, she yeah, she only loved Mary.
0: I mean, but she's the most problematic elder on the internet. Like,
1: I didn't know she was so awful to um
0: everyone.
1: Well, specifically Luther.
0: Yeah, the Luther alleged allegations came up out the woodwork after this babyface incident. And I don't even know if that's like necessary because there was in no, no one knows what happened behind the scenes to say that Anita was rude or mean or anything like that to babyface himself.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Like we don't have that evidence to be like going off. And he's still on the tour with her and doing every other show. So. Right. Cause he was running down the catalog of hits. Like, I mean, Tenderoni, I mean, uh, shoot Whitney Houston. I mean, Shooping. fucking Shooping. these are the times drew Hill never make a promise that I can't keep. He did two drew Hill songs back to back. I know one of them was these are the times. Cause that the, the dreadhead background singer was Cisco and wow. from the, from the house, like all of the Bobby Brown hits. He's just that guy. He did uh, Not Gonna Cry, Mary J. Blige, but he let Mary sing that because you know how the girls go for Mary. But then...
1: Wait, you mean he let the crowd do Mary's part? Yeah. Uh Uh-uh.
0: Like, I think that...
1: Did he do anything from the album that we like that only we listen to?
0: No, nothing from Ladies Night or Girls Night Out. Because if you think about it, people coming to see Anita Baker, this was an aunt fest. They don't know that that music is out.
1: Oh, I I just wish she would have been like, oh, I got a new album. I need y'all cheering. I need y'all to buy the album.
0: Yeah, he didn't pull a brandy like he should have. It would have been nice. Especially since all of the new girls are aunts. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the ghetto where they is, the more aunt they is. And
0: Baltimore is the perfect city for that hood nation.
1: <laughs> what was the crowd like? Was oh, it all
0: aunt? It was all aunt and me and Ron. Psych. So- <laughs>
1: what <about> the say aunt?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you um aunts and me no so Ron didn't even go I was on a date for Anita Baker but my homegirl fat cat was there shout out to fat cat Duke Ellington's finest and she is an aunt so aunt adjacent just youthful and aunt. and like I do want to say one thing I really 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 respect my elders like I am very much so raised right come from a nice family all of that this that and the fourth but some of these old ladies be rude and mean and nasty and honory. and it was on Mother's Day what's wrong?
1: Yeah, you're not wrong
0: about that. Like the others do, be kind of kind of nasty. And it was at Janet and, and Anita, so Fat Cat came to both shows. I come back from getting my little merch because you know I needed a Janet T-shirt and a tour book. And I'm walking in, and she wanted to take a picture in the in the little like walkway. We not in nobody way. This lady and I guess her son or somebody came and sat down, and while we taking the picture, she sticks her foot out into the aisle to like nudge my leg and tries to make it seem like I'm too close or I'm, like, stepping on her. No, lady, you just put your leg out here. You made that up. Like, what's wrong? And uh-huh. then, then Ron crack a joke because she tried to be friends during the show. No, I'm still upset because you ruined my picture.
1: Come on.
0: <laughs> so that was me. You made that up. Me, me, Aunt Nasty, number one. Day two, Anita Baker. My day didn't know where we was going, so it was fine. But, like, when we got down to our seats we had to walk through a bunch of people and I don't know if you've ever been to the CFG arena, but them, like that 100 section feel like an airplane. Like it is real tight. And my knee, like I'm five, 5'9, 5'11 five with a Rick Owens on my knees were in the back of the seat in front of me. That's how tight you can imagine it is. We had to walk through a crowd of church ladies just to get to our seat and they looking at us like we crazy. Ma'am, didn't nobody tell you to get good and comfortable when your row is empty? There are going to be other people that come. This is a sold-out show. The girls love Anita. And it's Mother's Day.
1: And it's Mother's Day.
0: So my whole thing is, God got to stop sitting me next to obese people. And it's nothing wrong with, like, I'm not fat shaming or anything like that. But it's not my fault that, is it my fault for putting you bitches on with Nikki Say I don't know. Like, it's not... <laughs> Me. I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to get to my seat, doll face. And you're not comfortable whether I'm here or not. So Stephanie maneuvering and it's scaring me. Are you okay? Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to recalibrate. Go ahead.
0: But yeah, I don't know what the allegations are about Anita and the vocal and the the attitude, but sounded better than the albums. And Mama is of a certain age, she sings like still. like, and she performs in a way that makes me realize how many people take after her that I didn't realize. Mm. Jill Scott has a lot of Anita Baker isms in her live performance that I would have never paid attention to if I had never seen Anita live. Mm. Just the way that they carry notes and like, f- like float their voice. And it's also a way that they set their mic up because it's certain reverb that she wanted on the mic and not so it would echo, but so that the sound carried a certain way. Jill definitely sets her mic up like that. It was something that she did with Caught in the Rapture that got me caught up in the Rapture. (laughs) And I don't know how to explain it. It was like literally a once in a lifetime experience because, you know, Anita threatened to retire every two years.
1: Every two. Her and, her and Courtney Salter. I've had enough.
0: Yeah. Ari having a cookout here and we going to miss it because what am I, where I'm going to be at? I'm going to be somewhere. She having a cookout and I'm mad I can't go. Because I would like a little piece of veggie burger.
1: <laughs> I want me a burnt sausage.
0: Listen, cookout food be bomb. It is you that
1: Want sweet. one. What's going on? Where's everybody grill at? I don't smell no smoke.
0: I mean, we having a cookout. That's cute.
1: Oh, we is. Oh yeah, we'll um let y'all know when it's happening. But we it is happening. We are having a soiree. It'll be on um June second. We having our um second annual Roots Picnic Backyard Boogie. Um, for anybody that is attending the Roots Picnic, um, information. It's forthcoming. If you'll be in town for the um, Roots picnic, you know, let us know. And we'll um, share the deets on where to come. Bring a bottle. Um, you don't got to worry about bringing food. We don't know everybody's cooking prowess. We have catering.
0: It would be the ultimate ratchet move for us to ask the girls to bring a plate or bring a dish. This That is was sick.
1: like that. Um, I don't know if you've seen that TikTok that came to Twitter where that aunt was like how to fill up a a barbecue. And she was like, hey, Trina, what you doing today? I think I'm going to throw some stuff on the grill. And then Trina like, oh, you need me to bring anything? Like, you know what? Actually, you know what? I forgot to get Mm -hmm. some buns. And then you call somebody else, and then you call somebody else. Whole cookout finance. And all you had to do was fire up the grill.
0: That is like literally the hood way. I thought that that's what everybody did. Like, it's not until you get older and you start to really provide for the girls. But initially, <laughs> I feel like that's what cookouts gave. Um, All I got is some hamburger meat. What else can we get? All right, girl, well, you know, I'm about to throw some stuff on the grill. Oh, what else you need? You know, I think I got everything, but we might need a little side. You can bring some potato salad. <laughs> you know the girl to bring make the bomb potato salad. She bringing the potato salad. And you call the next person. Oh, yeah, Steph, what you doing today? Oh, me, nothing. I'm just going to throw some stuff on the grill. You know, some hot dogs, hamburgers. Oh, what else you need? Um, we don't got no cups. Just bring some cups, baby. Whole cookout, like you said, furnish, finance, and faith.
1: See, everyone I know, like, I don't have friends that throw cookouts except for LeRon, because Laurent loved the grill and he liked to show off his like extreme, amazing, epic grill. Him and um KPS husband Stephen, they both are like real grillers. Mm-hmm. So outside of I don't have friends that do cookouts. So if I go to cookout, it's like a family thing. And they normally just be like, "Sabrina, you know you make the good tater salad. Girl, bring that." Yeah. So it'd be more direct ass.
0: Yeah, that's how you supposed to do it. But <laughs> the originator of cookout gives is that lady from TikTok. That's not foreign at all. I, winter still do that.
1: I love winter. Hey, winter!
0: <laughs> Shout out to my cousin. It looked like she my sister. No, oh, but for um, real. No, nah, it's like one face in my family. It's fine. We just recycled it all. But yeah, concerts have been great. I have a break and tell roots, which is only two weeks, but still, everything is coming so fucking fast.
1: It really is. That's why this BBL got to hurry up and heal, because I need to be out.
0: You got to stop calling it a BBL. Well, you still- know, I
1: can't fully overshare. You know, I want me and Museum kind of people where we it seemed like we overshare, we telling our business, but y'all literally like know nothing.
0: Don't know nothing about us. Yeah, it's great. It's an art to it that I haven't even... It's a metaphysical dilemma that I haven't quite conquered yet. That's what Elise (laughs) Neal said. Or Kimberly Elise, one of the Elise's. But, I mean, we just spent 30 minutes talking about nothing. So, I guess we should slide into Muse with the News. Oh. Do it again. Uh, A lot has been going the fuck on, and I don't even know where to really start. I think that we need to give some time to beat him down brown. So Christopher Maurice... I don't
1: think you can say that, but...
0: I probably can't, but I mean, he's not proving me wrong. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm sure by now everybody has heard of this because we are a bi-weekly podcast, so the news be news, and... His B Day came up, they had a Vegas situation, Usher threw him a party, Bow Wow was commentating, which was strange, shot Moss, go home.
1: He Everybody, always
0: in the mix. He always in the mix, like, sit down. Just there, go home, Roger. Mm-hmm. It seemed like everything was all good in the hood, but then come to find out, like, the next day, headlines are talking about how Chris Brown and his team jumped Usher. So you know me, I'm doing my due diligence trying to get the behind the scenes. We had a friend who was basically there. Come to find out, Tiana Taylor was at the party. Her and Chris Brown have this conspicuous, like swept under the rug ass beef because she's not been credited on certain works, certain songs, certain writings that she's done with and for Chris. And there's also rumor that she was a big part of that Michael Jackson performance that never happened Mm -hmm. on the BET Awards that we knew of Chris Brown and Sierra being part of. And she backed out for reasons unbeknownst to the cast. And that also added to the rift between them. So either way, they don't see it for each other. And I'm on Tiana's side. But Chris was being disrespectful to her and like Usher being the classy libra man that he is seems like he stepped in and was just trying to defuse the situation security went to escort chris out usher walked them out and then all hell broke loose and the team allegedly jumped him but usher performed the next day and didn't even have a nosebleed so i'm not really sure what jumping looks like where chris is from but (laughs) usher could walk after so he didn't get hurt that bad
1: the face was unmarred the face was looking lovely the face was looking like 1998
0: yeah, I so sure when they was
1: like he had a bleeding nose and it was cracked and he had scratches all over his face. I was like, in some ways it's like y'all really want to demonize I'm okay. It's Chris a...
0: definitely did something. Yeah, for sure. Because
1: it's Chris. But I also feel like the media likes to ramp up whatever he did because that is the that's his brand in media, if that makes sense.
0: No, I get it. I do think that
1: what was they what would they get out of being like, Oh, Chris. Beat Usher down. Usher looking a fool, and then Usher is close up to doing selfie video the <laughs> very next day, <laughs> and it looked like he was down in the facial spa for ten hours.
0: Yeah, like
1: because the face was pristine.
0: And granted, that could be Hollywood magic, makeup, whatever. But I mean, he was not like, on the
1: back, not on the front camera of an iPhone.
0: That part. What front
1: camera of an iPhone exposes people <laughs> like you will, me included. Like, it's not, a, I'm not above
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that front facing camera and the FaceTime camera will hurt the girl's feelings because that's not what you look like in a mirror. I, it's not only that he looked great, he performed. What type of jumping leaves you without a broken rib? I don't, I just right. won't, like and how he... his
1: ribs did get messed
0: up, right? So, I'm like, how is he just fighting through? I don't know. Chris Brown need to be sat down and told about himself. And even in the videos that I saw of him when things was good with Usher that same night, he couldn't stand still. He twitching and fidgeting. It's just giving it very crackish. It's Chris Brown is a phenom to me, but he is also not a great person. And he makes it hard for me to take up for him even when he's being wrongfully villainized or just shown to be this like monster when he ain't do shit. So when he do do shit, it's like, I I can't say, but so much.
1: Right. You can't defend them.
0: It's really bad. And then fast forward to the next day, more all hell broke loose. Missy Elliott had a set. She was headlining lovers and friends on the, I guess the second night of the one of the, one of the nights and Chris Brown one, having gotten into trouble the first night, at the birthday stuff. And then, two, just. And
1: it was his party. I just wanted to go on record and say, yeah. Hi, my own birth- it's my party. I could cry if I want to. He took that serious.
0: <laughs> that. But then, like, you also just have like an entourage of niggas for no reason, and y'all are rambunctious and rowdy. So I get Missy being like, all right, this is my VIP section. Chris can come. Mm-hmm. One, to alleviate any scuffles or any fisticuffs that could pop off. And two, it's just not calling for you and your niggas. Like sometimes you got to leave them behind. It's Mm. okay. They're not famous. And I don't have a relationship with them. So security is going back and forth with Chris's people because they can't get in. And in the clip that was shown, it looked like Chris was diffusing or trying to defuse the situation. But again, it's Chris. You never know. We can't take up for him in certain instances. And doll, is just adding to the chaos. So word on the curb is it spilled over into Missy Elliott's quick change room. She was noticeably scared and shaken up. And it's just like, Chris, you are going to jail. Like, what's gonna happen is they're gonna put you. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> <That way.
1: laughs>
0: he not gonna be. Happy until the charges have been pressed and the bars go clank clank. Like I don't, I just want better for the people. Because do
1: they want better?
0: That be the gotcha gotcha. I I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. And when it comes to Chris, I don't even try.
1: That was a rhyme.
0: Ooh, I'm a rhyme. Ooh, so a rhyme. When
1: it comes to Chris, I don't even try. That sound like a lyric from Rihanna. Rated R,
0: baby. <laughs> Hello, listen. The gift that keeps on fucking giving.
1: Ugh, I love Rihanna.
0: Me too. Okay, so that's enough about Chris. I don't have time. <sighs> the Renaissance World Tour has fucking started.
1: We went. We went to open opening night.
0: <laughs> we teleported down to Sweden by way of TikTok and Instagram. And, and
1: blonde hair. I put my blonde wig on and woke up in Sweden. Because <laughs> you, know, you know blonde hair make you racially ambiguous.
0: Oh, God, tell that to every gay boy that moved to L.A. I do wonder what made Beyonce give Golden Lord for this look of the tour. Like, why everybody hair blonde? It looks great, but I don't understand. I it. need
1: to see pictures when it's not moving. Because when they, the wigs is moving, it kind of um Party City. <laughs>
0: I'm just happy. Her hair look good, though. Oh, no, that's the best best wig i ever seen in my life.
1: Oh, no, her best wig was that real dark one that was almost black. Remember that from, like, 15 years ago?
0: Dark hair Beyonce is another level of doll.
1: Actually, I lied. My favorite wig was when she was wearing the wavy bobs.
0: I remember that.
1: That is actually my, like, her, Beyonce and bobs is my favorite hair system.
0: But she another one that I have specific hair for, and she keeps elevating upon the specificity that I have, and I like that because this wig is just a bigger better version of the hair she always have and I live
1: yeah but it's just like longer it's like a 30 inch of it
0: Mm Mm-hmm. and And it's cool it's like a drag queen wig but like it looks real she also coming out with some hair stuff that I don't really know like whatever she be being cryptic on the internet something hairy is coming out and it's not my chest (laughs) but Best tour I've ever seen in my life. And I ain't even go yet. Like, beyond- Really?
1: Better than anything she's ever done before?
0: So let's get into it. Formation World Tour is the doll. Homecoming is the doll. Setless, innovative choreography, outstanding staging and lights and camera action, production value on 3,000. But the way that she elevated all of that for Renaissance is insane to me. Everything being centered around that like circle and then all of the stuff that looks 3D that's on the big screen, but it comes out like that horse is real. That horse that is in the middle of the stage comes out in the stage. Because don't th- she
1: ride it into the sunset?
0: Yeah, but it's two different horses. Renee. Uh,
1: oh, okay.
0: I don't know which Hive member named that horse Renee and like nay is spelled like a horse with nay, but hats off to you for being the funniest person alive. (laughs) Then there's a part where like she has on that red puffy coat on the, on the big screen, but the, the titties are out on the stage Beyonce said, "I'm rich" when she put this tour together. Like the production value and amount of money that it just looks like everything costs is on a different level than I've ever seen from her. That's one. Two, I know That's that
1: people- one. <laughs>
0: you know- gotta
1: say it like Ari Hood Ari, not Courtney Ari, not Lennox.
0: I know that people are upset about, I guess, the lack of choreography or the amount in which Beyonce is walking around as opposed to dancing. But one, mama got three kids and is already a legend, could do whatever she want. That's one. So, like, respect that. Two, I think that in lieu of bucking the house down all over the stage for three hours straight, her personality is shining in a way that it don't usually. I think that Beyonce is very much a note taker. She be in the comments and don't say nothing. And then she applies them when she comes out. People have been talking about how she's a robot and she don't have no personality. And like, where is she? She's spaced out. She under Jay-Z control, blah, 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 blah. But this tour is very much the, the Beyonce now of Beyonce experience where it's like very personality driven, very heavy in choreography of dancers but Beyonce gets to chill. She has moments on her own where she's partying. She's smiling and playing with the audience in a way that she doesn't. Usually, like, I'm not complaining. And I think that people who be over Beyonce will like this tour a lot more than they did any others. a ball. I just like that she looks happy. It seems like she's having a great time. I think that the energy in the audience for the first two stops in, suite, in Stockholm or whatever were noticeably different from Brussels. So she gave Brussels a little bit more. She's been dancing more every every night. Like, I feel like she also has, like, a torn meniscus or a broken foot or, like, something. We don't know what's wrong with her, but the hobby be making stuff up. She got a BBL just like Steph, technically. And well, we she actually
1: did get a BBL, but that BBL is not present. That BBL did not make it to the
0: tour. I want to have a conversation about Ozempic because those arms are little.
1: Her whole, she slimmed no, no like not... I, she looked slimmer like whatever but then there was a close-up of her in that lueve cat suit like when i say a close-up i mean i could see each and every single sequin yeah she's no. real thin this is like old beyonce this
0: is the smallest that she's been since before the first baby
1: this like teen years
0: yeah like she's high school skinny i love it
1: yeah, she's
0: thin, thin, thin. It was some pictures that dropped of her and Jay Z at some party, and they were black and white. You know how everybody got the little glowy filtered black and white photos. I want one in my house. Oh, I knew, was, I knew that something was a foot body wise. Then I don't want a Ozempic shame because look, where's my cons- consultation? But the doll's arms are gone. Like I don't. Let's just not act like it's not getting passed around at these parties in Hollywood. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. Yeah,
1: everyone is thin, Tina.
0: Love it. I feel like it started with Idris Elba's wife. She was the originator of Ozempic in my mind, or is like as far as I'm concerned, like she was the first <laughs> one I seen to like drastically change in size and shape and feel. And it's just been everybody like Steph Curry's wife, Beyonce. Oh,
1: Steph Curry's wife is giving unwell. What's going on? Let's talk Puda.
0: <laughs> Little out, Little Women Atlanta.
1: And what's to call it? Um, Indian lady.
0: Priyanka Chopra?
1: No. Indian chubby Indian lady. Oh, Mindy her. Colling? Yes, Mindy Colling. Little she booze. is definitely an old um originator. Yeah. And she gonna get up there and say she's been walking 20 miles a day. Girl, you is a piece of lie.
0: Who has time?
1: I was like, you are insulting our intelligence, and I
0: don't like it. If you are injectable cunt, then you are injectable cunt. It's fine. (laughs) Injectable cunt is funny, and an (laughs) actual thing. See? So, I mean, Megan Thee Stallion, high school skinny. Real thin. Oh, Zimpikisha, it's fine. (laughs) I don't have a problem with it. Look great, doll babies, but be careful because I'm sure that the side effects are going to whoop everybody's ass come 10 years from now. Yeah, real bad. I mean, but look great while you last. I don't have a problem with it. (laughs) Speaking of, like, cosmetic surgery and, like, enhancements, Summer Walker is on the docket.
1: Oh, wait, I wanted to finish talking about Renaissance.
0: Oh, what you got to say?
1: Well, I wanted to say was I was excited for Renaissance to be my first show. Because I thought it was going to be obnoxious, cacking, Ozempic Club vibe tour. <laughs> and it's more so given Vegas, this is my last tour, goodbye, I'm going to go be a wife and mom. And so I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
0: Well, I mean, I think your tune might change once she gets to the States, because you know it's going to be a completely different show by then.
1: And I know that, but the reason why I probably won't be able to go is because the first show in the States is Philly.
0: Oh, so you're gonna need to, you're gonna need to see it there. I
1: need to see what happens in America before yeah. I know if there's a problem.
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught what that what that was, but <laughs> I caught it, and I'm a holler
1: Because I'm not gonna give this lady. Um, well, the resale tickets is cheaper than what everybody paid in real life, but yeah. currently they're cheaper. But I'm not gonna give that lady like two hundred dollars and. She's not flying across the stage. You know what I'm saying? Because I've, I, I actually own the Beyonce Experience DVD.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've watched all of her tours, and this is, y'all know I like at least fifteen. Only like like fifteen of her songs, but I will support all content that is posted of her tours, and I always watch them. I always enjoy them because I think she is such an amazing performer. Yeah. So when I when this album came out, I was like, Oh, it's about to be Cuntisha McBride. It's gonna be pills flying in the sky. I can't wait. <laughs> Coke on the floor, everything. <laughs> but it's not giving it. And I was and so as the whole world watched the tour on the first day, um, I was live Texting with y'all, but also loud texting with Ev and Brandon, and they were like, "Where is the gay of this show? Like the gay is not to be found. I don't understand. Where is the gay?" And that was my thing. Like I thought, since she got rid of you know all her dancers, Ashley Quinetta, none of the dolls is there. She got you know the ballroom girls. I thought that it was gonna, and they had the same kind of thing. I thought that the the show itself would recreate kind of like a Studio Fifty Four set. And it would just be her running through, running through Renaissance. Of course, some of her, you know, up tempo songs too of your. And that would be the vibe. Or so really feel like you're at in the club, you know, like at a rave. I that's the better word. I thought it was gonna give rave, but it's not really giving rave in set and design and stuff, even though I do like the legs and the horse and all that stuff. And it's not and she not really dancing, so it's just like the two things I wanted to see ain't kind of happening. So, I don't know. Maybe I can, after we see what happened in Philly, I'll maybe see what's happening in Baltimore or, or D.C. and look at the price point on those tickets. Yeah. Um But I do love the Luay section. Everything. I love the outfit. First of all, I love a lot of the outfits this tour.
0: She looks amazing. A
1: lot of the outfits I like. I have notes as always, but they're... <laughs> There are outfits I like really love, but the Louebae Catsu is my favorite. And that whole section is good because she does all the songs that I like.
0: Yeah.
1: Literally any song by her that she's willing to do publicly is in that section. <laughs> but Justice for Kitty Cat. The girls were on Twitter like, um, uh, why why does she hate Kitty Cat so much? This feels like a personal attack. Yeah. This is a crime. The girls were hurting.
0: It's getting concerning because I don't really understand what the issue is.
1: Yeah, but I love her inside the little clamshell singing Um, singing That's Virgo. Cool. Y'all know Virgo is my favorite, like, yeah. it's definitely my favorite Beyonce song now. Yeah. And she does plastic in there. She does, what other songs does she do in the clamshell?
0: She Or mixes, in that
1: section? She
0: mixes in, like, as she's stepping out of the clamshell, she mixes in a lot of her... Her,
1: like, her, like old songs man, into like, the runs yeah. of
0: virgo and i love uh-huh. that that's everything i really yeah, like i love, love that music. she
1: oh she, does she do like cherry and all them songs in that section yeah
0: blow and cherry is in Well,
1: all the songs that i love she doesn't so actually maybe i should come for that section
0: i think that you should just go so we don't have to keep talking about it
1: you're gonna keep talking about it Either oh way. good
0: but i mean like so that we don't have to keep talking about whether you gonna go or not
1: oh yeah yeah. <laughs> no i'm gonna go late i'm not staying. i'm not staying for that opening I, i'm not arriving until the renaissance starts
0: that's fair, but I do. Think I
1: don't want to hear no slow jams.
0: It's a flex play another, this time make it sweet. Uh, did that too. Um, yeah, she's definitely, it's
1: going to be a whole new show in the US, so.
0: you, I mean, it, that's to be expected. Every tour that we have seen of Beyonce, there are notes that are taken, there are edits that are made, and there are changes that happen through the moment of the last day. Like, she already in the debut, like, three new looks every time she do the opening act. Her being her own opening act is a flexa, like time to have sex. Uh, she said, I know y'all been wanting me to do these songs and I don't do them no more here.
1: Oh, like what songs? Oh, like how she did, um, what was that one song Ev was like? Because Ev was bashing her for like two hours. And then, <laughs> oh, I think when she did signs, he's like, okay, I yeah. love her now.
0: See, like that opening act is really for her to shut the girls up because people have been wanting her to do flaws and all again since the experience. Ooh. People like that song, Steph.
1: <laughs> I, no, no, the thing is, I don't... I like that song. Mm-hmm. But when it when it was out and I would publicly say I like it, the Hive would be like, are you crazy? Like, Dre literally was like, I'm calling the police on Beyonce in our chat. Yeah. not? I love flaws and all but people don't like that
0: song. A lot of people who like... You know people who really only like 4 or people who really just want Beyonce to flatfoot sing... Those girls love flaws and all, so she's trying to cater to every audience within the spectrum. Which I mean, fair.
1: Yeah, four girls are definitely their own genre of Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce, it's
0: so strange because yeah, like
1: they they live in their own world, and I didn't live for four. So, but you know, I'm a Beyonce. I'm a I'm a I'm a self titled. I'm a
0: Dangerous the first you know. album.
1: Yep. I'm the second album. I'm really a B Day girl. That's that's really what is rooted in.
0: And to be fair, I did think that there would be more B Day in this tour. To be or not to be, not.
1: <laughs> well, she, <laughs> they were so pissed on the hive when they thought she was about to do freakum dress, and then she.
0: <laughs> that was a gag. <laughs> she hates us.
1: <laughs> First of all, it sounded bomb. How Why she blended
0: inside of coffee was
1: bomb. But then, but then she went in before I let go, and I was like,
0: uh, no. "You make me happy."
1: Not the hive, because everybody was just weeping. Somebody was like, "She will pay for her crimes." Isn't
0: it? Count your days, Giselle.
1: <laughs> but I don't care. the 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 tra- the transition was fire.
0: Yeah, but Beyonce's. Live mixing is always immaculate to me. Between you know,
1: Amorphis is part of the music team.
0: Uh huh. I think that she kind of switched them out because I don't think that Mellow X did this.
1: No, I seen the whole list of the music dolls because Amorphis posted it. It was like, oh, look at me. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody. She has no. None of her original dolls are involved.
0: No, and I don't know whether except that mom. It's. I don't know if that's shade or not, but like people are not taking too kindly to it. The fact, oh that really? People, yeah, the people don't like the fact that Ashley's not on this tour.
1: I mean, I was looking for Quinnetta, not gonna lie.
0: See, none of the old girls are there except for Whitefish, who is now the dance captain. And I think people also don't know what be, being Beyonce dance captain means. I feel like it is just a person that is able to carry on the choreography when the choreographers switch, like. You've been there for the tours previously, so you know how to assist with girls learning old moves. Mm -hmm. Not you're actually teaching anyone new shit. Yeah,
1: no. Uh, That's not the dance captain's rule. Rule.
0: She got all new... First of all, it's Fatima and Fatima's two assistants that did Which
1: is another thing. She got Fatima. She wasn't using Tima like that before. No, she wasn't. Um, She got... um, What's her name? That stylist.
0: Star Jemois.
1: What's her name? Sarge moi. the girl with the big afro. She got yeah. her doing styling.
0: Her and She's
1: never worked with her before. No,
0: she hasn't. And then sheona always-
1: never worked with her before. I, mean,
0: I was trying to say that. <laughs> and then that cousin.
1: <sighs> right. It's funny though, because the, the the outfit that I hate the most that I thought the cousin did was Shiona and I cried because I was like, "That <laughs> cousin, get him out of here." I know Shiona got our girl looking good, dah, 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 dah. but it was it was it was her. Yeah.
0: I think that Shiona is probably like leading, but the other girls are putting in input and assisting and stuff because it'd be given, you have the biggest name, come on and do what you got to do. Like that the
1: le- Sergeant Y is actually more, le- is more legendary actually than
0: Shiona Shiona,
1: because the Sergeant Y girl, she big in Europe and you know, if you a big fashion girl in Europe, you are the fashion girl. The
0: fashion, like you Trump America.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's no shade to so Shiona, Hampton alum. We love HBCUs.
0: And we love Bermudans.
1: Um, oh, yeah, she's Bermudan. Hey.
0: Toronto diaspora. I love that. So, yeah, everybody's going to this tour. Can't wait. If Ron asks me about another piece of look, I'm going to slit my wrists. But I'm helping the girls get dressed for their shows. I don't want my friends in no sparkly garments or no uh, metallic. Like, it's not calling for that. I might wear That's
1: what everybody's going to wear.
0: Yeah, no, I don't want to be everybody.
1: Well... You won't, but everybody else is going to wear that. So be prepared to be surrounded by that. And I know how you hate being surrounded by late.
0: See? I just like when the people know me because I will wince publicly.
1: I'm like, <laughs> yeah. y'all. He hates when y'all look a mess.
0: <laughs> like, I'm going to just, let me just go to my seat. Like, give me my tour book. Give me my three t-shirts because I want about five. I got to <laughs> compromise with myself in line. I don't need all of them, doll. I'm also pissed at Janet for not selling that Rhythm Nation shirt. But whatever.
1: I forgot to say that and Jackson had her birthday party in Philly and my uncle did the catering. The same person that's catering our um, Roots Picnic Jimmy jam. I love so
0: that. She- so, Summer Walker's Clear 2, Soft Life EP, the track list has come out. That first song, Sound Like Erica, it's Homage Boo.
1: Copy and paste.
0: Love that. She's got a song with production by Solange. Solange be coming out the woodwork. It's
1: Solange and Steve Lacey production
0: eats like can't wait wait. need to hear what that sounds like there's a childish gambino feature i just really can't wait like this is the music that she wants to make this is the music that she loves this is when she gets her life the most like and she's be making fun of y'all for criticizing her like quote-unquote boring performances but when she got up there and started twerking to like body it just that was hilarious She is a funny lady and when she was in the car uh copying off duran and singing all the songs that he sang like him love mm-hmm. a talented lady can't wait but i will
1: say though she was talking all that stuff and made that whole reel about this is how y'all want me to dance but she had a little more energy at the strength of a woman to her than i've ever seen
0: oh wow Hips was moving. I like that. A
1: little more energy. It wasn't giving um, Janet Jackson, but she was definitely at um, Beyonce at Sweden level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cute for some, because those hips are on T.S. Madison, so I don't really know how they move. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> really excited about her new project, Clear. One, as y'all know, is one of our favorite compilations of hers. And I just like that it's all live. It's all acoustic. She running around doing promo with Sukiana and the girl who sang Pound Town, Sexy Red, Live For That, The Ghetto Moms of the Industry not upset i
1: love it because summer is not ghetto like even though she be trying to lead it to the ghetto especially when she next to people who are actually ghetto
0: yeah it makes her look very proper and yeah. because <laughs> has this caricature of ghetto that she portrays and i'm just like i don't know whether whether to believe this is really you or not but you are ghetto
1: even when she was in her era where she was like i'm gonna stop doing the character she was still ghetto because she's from philly Yeah, she from Philly, moved to Delaware, and then when she got grown, came to Atlanta.
0: Not Wilmington. Bye. Mm -hmm. But I also want to read the little
1: note that Summer wrote to everybody Uh about Clear. For my listeners, I want to let it be known that Clear Projects are my favorite type of music to make. It's slick the only time I actually have fun making music. It's raw, it's real, and it's live. This is for my day one fans. The rest of y'all will get that auto-tune packed radio joints y'all like when the album comes out.
0: The rest of y'all. A hashtag.
1: I love that she openly talks about how she hates her music.
0: <laughs> I want to know what the discrepancy is and like why she has to do it if she doesn't like it like i get that it sells that's it, why but like she's she has control so i'm like i don't know she
1: has control but do you but do you think like the average girl that likes a song like that's on over it is going to like a song like wasted you know what i mean they might not
0: but i think that there's a way I mean,
1: I agree with you, but I'm just I'm yeah. speaking from like devil's advocate. She's probably thinking like girls that like because them songs be auto tuned to death. That's why I couldn't really get into um over it like that.
0: So like songs like Reciprocate, it is auto tune, but I if she, when she does it live, it's not. So I'm just like it's not right. There's a way. So say that if she makes this music that she thinks that people like that she doesn't care for as much. By the time she performs live, it is clear to me. Right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really see that big of a difference in topic and in tone of the music. Mm-hmm. But the, but
1: maybe she feel like having a point of entry as auto tune will make people more receptive of when it sounds like clear. Because yeah. maybe if they get it as clear first, they might not. It might not be as receptive.
0: Yeah, that might be the strategy. I just think that she has.
1: Remember, music said that he was like, "Y'all ain't like the hustle, but y'all like the I'm trying to rock with you song." But the hustle is on there. Remember, he said that, yeah, or I was telling him he said that.
0: I don't care for the hustle, so I don't really know where I stand with him saying that because I ain't like that song either because I don't like the hustle. Yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like Summer is a big enough artist now, and has a big enough fan base for her to do whatever she wants. Mm. So it's interesting to see that she's like going off on music she don't like making when she could honestly, I feel, do whatever she wants to and people eat it up. A lot of people was talking shit about that song X for a reason, but it's a hit.
1: I like that song. but Nobody like that song but us.
0: Yeah, it's a hit. To I, us. Mm, well, We'll see. I don't really care because I'm gonna like all of it. I like <laughs> and the that's, and, I- and
1: that's the thing. Muse wow. gonna like all of it.
0: Yeah, she don't you make it like,
1: regardless. hmm Which is now an actual word.
0: Thanks to Steph. Because
1: um, what's the call? It put it on there. Um, Merriam-Webster had tweeted about how it's an actual word. It has been a word since 1795. <laughs> he gonna music, he's gonna be on R&B Money this week. Can't. Wait.
0: Oh, we'll be watching. And I don't watch them on time, but I might be seated and girded for that. Mm. Did you know that Tank's middle name was Artaz? Ghetto. Crossland High School. <laughs> Ooh. The real Artaz Babs. That is black.
1: That's like, um... Luther, his middle name is Ronzani like your
0: <laughs> that is a noodle that's a brand of noodle oh,
1: Wait, it's already out, and he said that um and- okay it's already out apparently, and music said that brandy is top five vocally, of course it's twin
0: period 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 ellipses
1: <laughs> vocal Bible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, watching that as soon as we are done yelling at each other.
1: Um, Yeah, no shade.
0: It's really nothing. Jamie Foxx reportedly has moved to physical therapy and is readying a new show called We Are The Family. I The people are upset with that daughter. Like, there's something else that Deneva was talking about. I went on the Deneva binge the other day. I don't like that the family and the media is upset that people want to know a little bit more. Like, Jamie Foxx is honestly one of the most talented Black artists, Black people, Black anything in Hollywood. So I think that on one hand, it's cute for the family to try to make him human and keep his business not in the public eye, keep the stuff to they self, handle their affairs on their own. But at the same time, you can't be mad for his fans wanting to know what's going on, especially if it seems like he's in dire straits.
1: Like, exactly. And for them to not have an official statement that the daughter just be on her story, it's like, he and I, we playing tennis.
0: <laughs> and, th- and then talking about now he's in physical therapy, that's coded. Like, was he always in physical therapy? Is he being moved to a facility? Is he at home? Because you was talking about you being the daughter. he been home for weeks. Okay. So like, what happened in those weeks? That made you not say nothing, and why is he now going to physical therapy? What's the truth?
1: Lies, lies, lies. Speaking of real quick, one thing more thing about RB money, they I like how they also had Leon Thomas on there. I the love little young guy,
0: yeah, he's a singer,
1: yeah, I really like him.
0: His song I called masterful. You know that that's the boy from Nickelodeon, what you mean. Leon Thomas was on a Nickelodeon show first. He was short and chubby and had dreads.
1: Let me look.
0: And then he guest starred on Insecure, which I don't think you watched. But he guest starred on Insecure as Issa Rae's downstairs neighbor. She went to go fuck him.
1: No, I wouldn't know. But um, (sighs) let me look. Hold on. Oh, he used to be on iCarly. Oh, that's Corey's show.
0: (laughs) Got to start with Carl's. Corey Love, him and Mark Love, I Carly. That is crazy. Oh
1: yeah. wow! I like that. Shout out to him and Coco Jones.
0: Yep. Yeah. Everything.
1: Wait, he got writing credits on love, marriage, and divorce.
0: Yeah, he got writing credits credits on Scissors too. He wrote "Snooze" with Babyface. Well, he helped vocal arrange and produce "Snooze" with Babyface because Scissor. Came out and was like, thank you guys so much. I love working with them. But I literally write all of my own music. And I like that for her, too.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Mm -hmm. He's actually quietly legendary.
1: He got songs with um, Eric Billinger. Because Eric Billinger don't leave the um, studio. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Live for him. Everybody stream Crash and Burn. It's a great song. Everybody stream Part of Your Fucking World by Holly Fucking Bailey. so
1: pretty. Oh, he got credits all over Ariana Grande, too.
0: See? Rich. Victoria Monet and him. The doll babies of the universe.
1: Oh, he did Butterfly for Kalani.
0: Yeah, our song. You know I've been all up and through them credits.
1: Oh, employment.
0: <laughs> Gainful.
1: Mm, he basically did the whole Gibeon album that I keep forgetting to listen to
0: I don't think I listened to that yet either but cue for him someone likes Gibeon mhm <laughs> mhm <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: well yeah back to um Hallie Party
0: oh. in the world. <laughs> like what are those thingamabobs the doll is everything I don't know what else to say I am Team Hale. Like, I've been rhyming this whole episode. She performed on American Idol and did a new version of the classic Disney Princess fable "Part of Your World," Ariel's song, where she's exclaiming how much she wants to be human and like put her legs on land and basically like open them wide for that prince. Don't we
1: all?
0: Oh God, shut up. <laughs>
1: Pins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, strolling along one of those streets.
0: I'm hollering. I don't know the words, but I would um, like to be part my of
1: My song can sing all of it.
0: I love that. Someone has to be. I, I'm a little jaded by the archetypes of Disney princesses in general, but I get that they're classics and I love them for what they are, but in college we had to break down like the stereotypes, the Disney princesses teach little girls and Mm. wrote a paper about it. And I think that mine was little mermaid basically saying like, she would do anything to, she would literally give up her voice for the sanctity of marriage and being with a man, Mm. like all of that. And like, technically that's really bad. But I don't think that no little girl is like, you know, falling for the trap of that. You really never know right. because you got girls like Jasmine on fucking Summer House Martha's Vineyard that change their personality as soon as they get married. But I don't really know. <laughs> She's annoying. <laughs> I can't wait to make you start watching that show, but that girl can choke. I, um.
1: No, no, no. Nana, I had my, you know, BB, I got so much free time. I'm going to be catching up on everything. <sighs>
0: She does not have a BBL, y'all. Oh, my God. I don't really know what happened with this. I just saw people yelling about it once the baby pictures leaked and we found out this little boy name. The birth certificate of Rihanna and Rock- Rakim's baby got leaked and that's how everybody found out his name was RZA?
1: That's crazy to
0: me. Insanity came.
1: I would be pissed. But, you know, they flipped it on his head and had a... Um... We fiend a, birthday party right wu-tang
0: theme party and was like yeah that's my son <laughs> that's my fun that's my son. my son my son my son yes <laughs> i love you for that
1: um my son my son my son is funny
0: <laughs> that's really what the girls be giving and rihanna is the girls i love that little boy like happiest baby on earth wish i was happy Somebody was like, that picture of him in a do-rag at the table with the balloons behind him is going to be his album cover when he gets older. I see it. (laughs) Those baby pictures, like the new ones that came out of them like kissing on the beach with him crawling behind them, them in the mirror at the store. like I said to the group chat, we all have baby pictures like that. Granted, we don't, but I just like the vintage quality of what those will give when he gets older. Mhm. Because there are pictures in my life of like me, my mom, and my dad, like in yards that I remember very specifically of like old family members' homes or just like oh. moments in time that will will be cherished forever and ever because whether you remember them or not, like it's like, "Oh, I know what this is. I like that for him. Start him up early and black." Like that's it doesn't seem That's what
1: I'm saying. Look at this black family. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Granted, I don't know why people like that anyway, but I don't know that they have that. I'm sure they do, I guess. I,
1: I would say they definitely have family photos, but it's just nice to see a black family, you know?
0: <laughs> but I don't, I don't mean like, I think that there is a specific give that like 90s and early eight late 80s, early 90s baby vintage photos with the parents had on, like all of that stuff. There was a give to the pictures that everybody I know has. I don't <laughs> know what that looks like for white people.
1: They have them, they just have a different aesthetic.
0: Oh, I don't like. Yeah,
1: the aesthetic that. don't look like ours.
0: Fair. <laughs> I just be. I just maybe I just don't care.
1: It's mostly that you don't care. Oh, that's oh. not shade. Oh.
0: <laughs> you brought up strength of a woman tour fest whatever that I didn't know much about because I thought Mary J was just performing every year, but apparently she got her own Essence Festival. I kind of love that. She's still not smiling. I kind of hate that. Also, there was a ball involved. Don't know how I feel about that. Kind of indifferent on the fence. Eh. But there's controversy behind that as well because Mary J. Blige and Brandy from the Pank, P-Valley, were judges at the Purpose Ball over the past weekend. Miss Lawrence was there. Randomly, Phaedra was there. Law Roach was there. Law
1: was there being extra... Carrie V-Boom was there.
0: Love her. She should have brought Kiki Mapisha. <laughs> if Kiki popped up at a ball, I would live. But you would. There's been a lot of a lot of chatter online about ballroom culture and straight women infiltrating it, but then there's also been counters to that where I understand wanting a non-biased opinion and the the yearning for ballroom culture and ballroom festivities to be mainstream for so long and now that we have these like famous people coming in and judging then there's an issue because legendary girls are getting chopped i don't as a non-ballroom person i don't care but i do understand both sides Mm -hmm. like chanel i see both sides like chanel it's no shade i want the sneaker uh (laughs) yeah where do you stand because there was no issue when Brianna was a judge, but it seems like now, or maybe it was, and I just don't remember. But this has happened before and it wasn't as talked about as Mary J's night.
1: Well, I had I was I've been offline, so I've been kind of in and out of the whole controversy. I had my own thoughts, but I haven't seen a lot of people's things outside of imagine being shot by Mary J. Blige. Um, Was a thing like, that I kept seeing, but I wasn't seeing really any like discourse. I was seeing discourse around actually law, where some people was like, "Why is law being grand and like downing like you know the girls that don't have as much money and access as him and stuff like that?"
0: That's not what he was doing to me.
1: But I, I'm just saying that's what I was seeing this course of wrinkles when he was like, y'all, he's like, I know if stuff is a dupe or not. I know if stuff is one of one, so don't come up here lying, da-da-da-da, because I had access to that. And that was a little mean-spirited because I feel like, you know, the girls that come to the balls are, like, oftentimes scheming, wheeling, and dealing.
0: You seen the video of that young girl? <laughs> this wasn't at the Purpose Ball, but they were, like... Your your shirt, and then she said a designer, and then she was like your blazer stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny,
1: and it's no shade. And I was like, you know that that is part of the culture as well. So for Law to get up there and be like, don't be saying that's a one on one, and let them live.
0: No, I feel like no, no.
1: And him being like, and him yeah. being like, because I know, because I know the pieces, and I done, it, and I done it. I just don't like when people.
0: I get
1: it. Making get, a I... thing about them. But the discourse that I was seeing, they people feeling like it was mean-spirited of him to do that. And they were like, you know, the ball is about a key and a gag and all that kind of stuff. But they just felt like somebody in his position who has a pay grade significantly higher than the people that attend balls, that it was coming off kind of like... Shady. He, he think he fly above.
0: One he and does. then he's also
1: not respecting the fact that the ball is fantasy.
0: One, he does think that. Two,
1: he think he fly above?
0: Yeah, I definitely oh. think that he thinks that. I think that that's part of his give, part of his personality, part of his draw. His judging on Legendary is a testament to that. Like, that's just what he walks around doing. Not to say that that's right or wrong, but I do think that, granted, this is part of, cult- part of the culture. And yes, they might not be able to afford whatever the fuck, but you also don't have to get up there and lie. You could literally just say, this is Jean-Paul Gaultier. Because it is.
1: But you know, the girls give that, like, just, like, they give a lot a little bit so that it can give, like, it's just like when rappers be kind of like, oh, I was in the streets from 12 to 12, when they was in the streets <laughs> from, like, 12 to 3. <laughs> you know, to put a little stank on it, that's part of the culture, a ballroom, yeah. is to put a little stank on it. So let the girls put their stank on it.
0: No, I, I get it. And if you've been allowed to do that at all of these other balls, that's fine. But now I'm here and I can gag you back. I but he's think-
1: not even a judge. That's why it wasn't his place. I feel. <laughs>
0: That's one. The girls be doing bumps in the bathroom with their Birkins. And, the and
1: want to be grand. That's something. Why you at a ball with a church bag? A Birkin is a church bag. Stop taking <laughs> your Birkins to the club. <laughs> I, I'm,
0: I'm. So that's a whole nother conversation because I'm sick of black people getting things just because it's expensive. Where is the personal style? That's one. Law, shut up. That's two. But that big boy with them glasses on and that Jean Paul Gaultier jumpsuit that literally everybody on Instagram has talking about this is one of one makes no sense. And that's who he was gagging. You
1: can't. Yeah, the doll was a chop because because looked a fool. Dead. But But that but let but the chop could have been a fake doll looked a fool. Not in trying to not ruining how balls work. That's just how I feel. Law, go away. I just don't like when people would just.
0: Do that. I get it. But
1: I that like because it is no shade. You don't let nobody live. So that's why you're not mad at law.
0: I'm not, and I don't.
1: Yeah, I like to let people live.
0: no so. no. That jumpsuit, <laughs> that shirt, that bodysuit, that sleeve, that every version of that outfit has been knocked off. It's all over AliExpress where you can get your wigs and your wares. The doll lied. It it would be different if you made it. Say that you have this fantasy. But
1: the balls are a lie. That's the point. But the, the balls girls are a lie. Everything that's involved in the ball is a lie. The mugs is a lie. The bodies is a lie. The receipts is a lie.
0: I don't think that you're wrong. I just think that it would have made more sense to do that off of another garment. That <laughs> specific garment. Somebody brings-
1: had it on in the audience in a different colorway
0: right front. Like that's what I'm saying. Like how you going to try to gag the gagger? Like that doesn't even make sense. I just if it was a different look, maybe I would have been able to let it slide a little bit, but law being high and extra is also ballroom culture i, I just I don't think that either one was right or wrong Girl than the other <laughs> their outfit oh, was girl
1: than the other
0: <laughs> I had to break it down so I could swallow my spit,
1: but I didn't like how brandy you know i don't I don't do straight women in gay spaces. That's one. I don't. Y'all are annoying. Like straight girls. Why do you think
0: that she on the queer spectrum so bad. But I get I it. mean,
1: I've been in the in the community since I was like nine years old.
0: Raised by dragons, I know.
1: No, but like my dolls, like my friends, was like out and about at 9
0: Mm-hmm. Which um
1: is like literally my original doll is trans now. Um, and Ben gave that. So at like eight nine. I, I'm I'm sorry, I met them at like eight nine and then they as we can, teenagers start, you know, whatever. Anyway, so first of all, I just don't like how when straight girls get into gay spaces, gay male spaces, they immediately become like a character.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like you don't act like that, Brandy. <laughs> and when she was like chop, like chopping everybody, and it's like it's no shade, Brandy, but. Their faces is softer than yours.
0: (laughs) When you said that, I hollered.
1: Was am I wrong?
0: I think that Brandy is gorgeous, but you're not. She's
1: pretty, but she also looked like um a horse.
0: And K Michelle, and that lady from Real Housewives of Dubai, they look
1: like K Michelle, but also favors a horse. So don't be trying to like oh chop chop chop, and then when she's like sorry, like the way that she her mannerisms was just like this being real, like grand and staying. I'm like you definitely not a dresser, unless you got a stylist, and your face is a little hard a little bit, don't do so much. And stop (laughs) imitating these gay boys that let you carry them around like a purse. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's the thing. Donnie was trying to tell the gay men of America, stop letting straight girls treat you like an accessory.
0: Stephanie be upset, and I get it. I
1: don't like that. And then when the the straight girls be trying to do that with me, and be like, because they know I hang around men that's gay, and they be like, oh, what's the tea? What is it giving? And I'm like.
0: They don't even talk like that.
1: I literally sent a text message. I was like, my gay friends over the centuries don't even give that. (laughs) Over the centuries is nuts. Like, so why do you? And there was a time in real time where a girl did that when I was standing next to Corey. And I just stared at her. I didn't even respond. I just stared really intensely. And Corey, correct. I was so <laughs> mad. I don't like that.
0: Yeah. Because
1: then because they'd be quick to be like, why do white girls be imitating black girls? The same way y'all imitate black gay men in Atlanta. Because oh. y'all don't have a give. So y'all collect others.
0: Ooh, that should be on a t shirt. I want a dad hat that says "Y'all don't have a give, so y'all collect others." Ooh, sunken place. The
1: girls back. be giveless.
0: <laughs> the girls be giveless. That's the name of the episode.
1: <laughs> but um, I I don't remember the discourse around Rihanna, but I'm sure there was some. But also in her video, she was being supportive and fun, and she seemed to be acting like herself.
0: Yeah. I don't know what Mary J. Blige was given at all because she
1: Mary was, was acting like her regular self, like a, a confused
0: aunt. She just unhappy. I want her to smile. Like, what is it, Monet Tahada?
1: I think she's probably tired and ready to go. You know, balls start at 2 a.m.
0: Yeah, it's not given I would ever be there because sleep. But, <laughs> what? She
1: was into it, that you see throughout the video, she just was like, her energy was going down, 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 down. I get it. That be me.
0: <sighs> she probably was hungry, too. You know how y'all act when y'all don't have food. Baby, World Uh, War Three. Okay, I'm on several fences, hidden fences, hidden. What is yeah? Ain't that it? No, that's probably wrong. Hidden figures. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. I didn't mix up two movies. Oh well, I'm on good. uh, I heard when it comes to did you say both good? I heard they were phenomenal films. I know
1: I seen fences, but I never seen um hidden
0: figures. Long out but good. Work to Raji. I. mary j vexes me in a way that african American just doesn't seem to understand and i'm going to carry that cross on my own it's fine i she didn't do nothing to get on my nerves the memes have been lovely i've been laughing for days brandy was putting 10 or 20 and i'm not really sure what that was about but it didn't get on my nerves because i do think that they all do that granted they being gay, trans, LGBTQ, plus, SWB, TLC, cut close girls. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I care. Brandy seems like she gives a little bit of that when she's with Clifford. Yes. So But like, if
1: she was with a bunch of her live sisters, she wouldn't do that. And that's my that's my point of issue.
0: Yeah, that's where the contention starts. I don't know. I, again, like I have talked to people who are in ballroom and they didn't really have that big of an issue. Or I have talked to people that are avid ballroom goers and watchers and like know the culture in and out. And they were just like, they do think it's good to have unbiased panelists. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is a good thing, famous or not. And I understand like the tie in of, oh, Mary is having this weekend. She should also do this, blah, blah, blah. Promotion wise. And maybe this is what the territory comes with as ballroom becomes more mainstream. But Law was just high and not necessarily wrong about that outfit in specific. Mary was mad because she always mad. She is Monet tahata And Brandy really didn't have a reason to be there at all. So I think that's where I stand.
1: <laughs> Break it down, doll. Yeah.
0: But that was news with the news. I don't really have much more. We went off. <laughs>
1: I want to say one, thing, one of the thing about strength of a woman. Um, Sierra was a special guest performer and killed it.
0: Yeah, remind the dolls.
1: Did just now?
0: <laughs> That's oh, you name. mean Sierra? Yeah, she did.
1: Oh yeah, and then she brought out Lola.
0: I love how Sierra, in a grand plie twerking, is the same height as Lola standing up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was the cutest thing of all time.
1: And um, Sierra love her, and they did don't play with it. And the girls, and by mm-hmm. the way, um, the girls now has three remixes. Please stream the club version for if you love Philly and you love Baltimore. Please stream for the girls dance mix.
0: Hits milk the song, doll. Don't nobody like it, but that's but still. I actually am lying. People
1: no, do. a lot of people like it because I be seeing it on people's um Instagram, like the hairstylist. They mm-hmm. put it on their videos and the girls be doing their little get ready with me to it. People like that song.
0: Yeah. Go listen to Sierra. We about to take a break.
1: Okay. <laughs> to come to me I was hoping you could stay around think of how it could be mm-hmm. pacing back and forth in my mind the how you We're back.
0: Oh, hey. Fan me off. Watch my wrist go flick. Fingertips saying hot, hot, hot like stolen Chanel. Lock me up in jail. Cuff <laughs> me, please, because this ain't fair. I know that's right. So it is. Almost the middle of the year, crazy. We're at episode
1: 99, y'all.
0: I know one more to 100. Wow, how does it feel to be an elder statesman? It's like, no, nah, I feel like we're still a baby podcast,
1: we is until we have like extreme fame. Then we can <laughs>
0: <resist>. <laughs> Extreme fame is funny, but not no music has been out all year, and that's literally all that we say and all that we talk about. So we just wanted to highlight some of our faves of the year and in the process of getting our list together, I'm realizing not only do we have very similar albums or the same albums that we're still going off about and listening to, but there's a lot of music that carried over from last year to this year, maybe by way of tour that I'm personally still listening to. Like I smoothed thought the scissor came out this year and I still play that album.
1: Yeah, so SOS is Music's favorite album of 2023,
0: thus far. <laughs> and it's not even a 2023 album, I'm screwed.
1: And, and not even, so.
0: <laughs> uh, but that's wow.
1: fine. Virgo's Group is one of my songs of the summer, and it definitely came out last year.
0: And never got a visual. Wow. <laughs> Beyonce, oh, get
1: his me a visual. He, um, Beyonce gag joke. She was like, "Y'all
0: want these visuals?" I was literally about to say that. She had Jay Pendavis or somebody, Jay Caron, <laughs> one of the girls, on the mic screaming about Queen Mother does what she wants at her own pace. <laughs> okay, ball, but well, we're still waiting, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Don't add insult to injury. Salt on the wound ass, bitch. Uh,
1: come on, salt on the wounds. <laughs>
0: But Virgo's Groove deserves, and until we get a visual, it can be your song of the summer. I condone it.
1: Thank you for your support. Oh, well, thank you It means a lot.
0: <laughs> but Stephanie's list is
1: current. Current. <laughs> Yelling current is funny. <laughs> Shut up, <lol>. law. <laughs> Shaking that church purse.
0: <sighs> that is um, so, I
1: mean, I think y'all probably know my my rundown of, like, top albums of the year so far. Um, obviously, music, we talked a lot about it in the last episode, so don't need to go into it too much. Kali awesome. um, Uchi, I think she really shook the table this year. I'm really excited about her album. Her tour came to Philly last week, and she... The resellers, because the album sold out. I mean, the tour sold out in like three seconds. I didn't get a chance to think if I really wanted to go. Pissed about it. Which normally I don't think, but for some reason I hesitated um, and missed out on tickets. So I'm like, okay, resell, whatever, it's fine. Them resell tickets were literally two hundred dollars up until nine thirty p.m. <laughs> I'm lying. Been. They went to one fifty at eight p.m. They went to fifty six at nine thirty p.m i was like y'all played because if, if they would have went down to 56 around eight it would have been fine because i could have got her at nine and had a ball yeah Got said that you know the venue by nine so i missed the tour but whatever i'm sure it's on youtube some cali gay definitely uploaded
0: you said you'd be here by nine. <laughs> instead you took your time tickets
1: and i didn't like it (laughs) i didn't like it but whatever it probably wasn't meant for me to go i need to sit down you know
0: i didn't know that she was from virginia (laughs)
1: until like oh yep Mm -hmm. literally last week like military somewhere virginia you know virginia give parents in the service energy um but yeah i love 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 callie's album um daniel caesar is definitely in my top for the top half of the year again i think the only reason i've slowed down listening to it is because it's definitely not a summer album
0: no i feel that
1: it's not a summer album at all it's definitely a a fall winter album but come september Twenty Twenty Three, it'll be back on consistent loop as it was because I was playing it for hours and hours and hours and hours, no money long.
0: I was about to say, sing Priscilla Renee,
1: um, first notes, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely on there. Um, also Mac airs, of course. Do I? Does it have the same feel as his previous works? No, but I still love it. Um, I love all the songs on there. Again, it's not a summer album. So outside of like a few songs, I won't be playing it in full because when I listen to to the albums I'm talking about today, it's hard to listen to one song and not play the full album. I feel so that So, I'll be giving them full album plays, and um, but the album again is a is a fall winter ying ying ying. So it's summer outside, off and on. So I can only play songs like you know I'll be what's the song I'll be your cover now I'll be your shelter now whatever that song is I love that song so much. And I'll definitely this. be playing it all summer. It's a very sweet spring and summer love anthem. So it'll probably be my favorite love song of the year. If we're doing Superlatives a little early.
0: Ooh, I like um,
1: that. Also, I love Amaria's EP. I cannot stop listening to it on loop. She's definitely giving the Black uh, Sabrina Claudio vibes that I really appreciate and like. So I really, really love their project as well. So those, I think, are like my top, top, tops. You know, I do have some honorable mentions like Baby Rose's album.
0: I have to listen to that. Through and through?
1: hmm
0: I have to listen to that. I still have And
1: that. it's good through and through.
0: So <laughs> You're annoying. People her have- song,
1: um, Love Bomb, everything.
0: I saw... I know that I like some of it because I, I follow one... One of my friends posted some, like, long story that had a bunch of her songs in it. And I was like, okay, she's kind of pivoting from plantation music and turning it into a more like consistent soul sound. And I really like that. I always have liked Baby Rose, but I understood people's hesitancy or hesitance. I'd be making up words and they'd be sounding right and y'all would never know. (laughs) To get into her because of the vocal. Like somebody said she sounded like a haunted house. It probably was you.
1: I did not say that. You keep putting an allegation on me. I just told you what somebody said and we laughed as a family, but I did not say that.
0: Her being the haunted house of R&B is funny regardless.
1: No, it's definitely hilarious. As, it's just
0: hilarious. Uh, Tiana. So as I'm looking at this list, I am shaking because why is RuPaul's album honestly one of the ones that I go back to the most this year? Who? RuPaul. RuPaul put <laughs> an album out? RuPaul put an album out this year and last year, but Black Butter is like my gym go-to. And it's on the docket for things that I've listened to the most out of this year. And like that is friends, so funny. Rooted and gay, whatever, but there's actually good music on this project. I don't expect anybody to go listen to it because of what I'm saying right now. That's fine. But just know that you are missing out on hits.
1: Rooted there's and a- gay, and whatever, <laughs> whatever is
0: funny. <laughs> there's a few songs on here that need to be on the radio. Just really.
1: Like-
0: no, seriously. Okay, let me give you this real quick because Black Butter, I did not expect to talk about this, but this just popped up. Let me type this in. It's music on here that sounds like what we listen to. Really?
1: And it's Rue singing?
0: And it's Rue singing. And it's, like, upbeat and, like, fun. (laughs) So, Cake and Candy. (laughs) I can't even, like, be serious. screaming. Because this is ridiculous to me. Um, cake and candy is a hit. <laughs> does it it
1: sounds like um, what's that
0: candy song by Gag? <laughs> it's like very with black pink b- Yes, sour candy. It's not. Yeah. It's a, It's actually a more R and B sounding song. Like cake and candy sounds oh. like Doja Cat, or like this cake and gotcha. candy sounds like, like this. So you see what I mean by it sounds like stuff that we would listen to, but I can't take myself serious for even talking about this. So, cake and candy is a hit. Black butter the self self title. I mean the title track also a hit. Courage to love and the courage to love remix, like those both. I'll be wearing the stairmaster out to them. But like <laughs> I don't know, get into the game. It's fine. It'll be prime up soon. Whatever. I don't want to talk about Rue anymore. Don um, V Tolliver. If there is any album that I have gone back to the most, it is him. This man reinvents himself every time that he comes out without actually changing his sound. But Mm. he tells me that he can do something new every time he comes out. And I value that. Like, I really, really like him. I actually think he's kind of jumping over where Travis sits for me. Oh. Right. Right. Cause you know I live for Travis live.
1: Scott. Bring back the Mustang. thing.
0: Right. <laughs> the way that we used to thump all of his music, no bystanders. Baby. Paul did the cast. Wow. Dead. Dead. <laughs> but Don Tolliver is doing that for me, myself, and I right now. And I That's like all for the end. Listen, Beyonce knew what she was talking about. <laughs> about what y'all say? I could literally run down the gamut. Leather Coat, Honeymoon, Private Landing featuring Justin Bieber. Don't stop. Just do it. Like, what? Slow Motion with WizKid. Cinderella with Toro Imoir. Like, the music is here. Bus oh, stop. I
1: need to listen. You know I love Toro.
0: Dude, we're going to see him soon, too. Can't wait. Bus Stop with Brent is Probably one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Oh. I, like, I don't, I don't, I have no notes for Don Toliver every time he releases an album. So that's definitely on my list. Sabrina Claudio morphed into Mariah Carey and gave us some rarities.
1: (laughs) I'm crying because that really is a rarities album.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The girls get grand and want to give us their unreleased tracks and still profit off of them. I'm not mad. Strategy. Not. You know, I went to school for business. Sounds like something I would do. Wow. (laughs) Y'all know how we feel about Sabrina Claudio on this cast in general, but... I think that there's just something so sweet about some of these songs. She did have a moment where her music, it didn't really get dark, but it got really introspective and kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this music might have been her outlet during that time, which I kind of like as well. Nurture, a hit. Moan, a hit. Favorite part, a hit. I O U the acoustic version, mm-hmm. a hit. Sing the music. Um, Stephanie and I had gotten to it about Sabrina's place vocally, but I still think that out of the new girls, when I see her live, she is one of the best singers. She yeah. sings... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, She's I cool. The same yeah, like, and then seeing her live for the album that came out before this, based on a feeling, and then her following up immediately after this, like, so I just never got off of her line. She has me hooked, in a chokehold, foot on my neck, standard on my neck, like Darius theme song. I just, I'm forever indebted. What song is that? I'm forever indebted. I'm
1: forever that is a song. That is a song. What song is that?
0: Is it gospel?
1: Let me know. cause it's a hit. Whatever it, it is.
0: is, it is.
1: Hold, please.
0: And then while Stephanie looks that up, similarly to her. I haven't listened to another male album since music came out. Like, there's no other man singing in my mind right now. What he did on this project, we went in depth about it. But like, I I implore everyone to listen to. We were just binging. Like, please and thank you. Do yourself a favor. Oh, so
1: I can't say what song I'm forever indebted is from.
0: It better not be R. Kelly.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. So I can't say it.
0: Well, scratch that from the record. <laughs> I hate that for us. Ew. Yeah, because that was a song. I was literally, so when I was in LA at homecoming, we got to stop saying at homecoming because I was not really at homecoming, but having a ball. R. Kelly came on and the room literally stopped. <laughs> and yeah, my friend- You, my like, friends,
1: you like awkward because you'll be wanting to live, but then you're like, ugh.
0: No, nah, like somebody was literally like, come on, son. To the guy who was playing the music because it just isn't bad taste.
1: It is at this point.
0: At this pert. I think that might be the first time I've physically seen the room shake because his music was on. And oh, on. Like I don't like
1: it. Come on and shake the room.
0: Shout out to Pop Smoke. He did something with that.
1: Did. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh my
0: God. Was that... I don't know time anymore. Did Duran come out this year? Like, what is it?
1: <laughs> no, Duran was last year.
0: Okay, can't talk about him. We
1: just him. went to the tour this year.
0: Yeah, the tour be wearing me out because I'm thinking I can talk about all of these albums because I still listen to Duran. Wanderlust was everything. Like I said, I still listen to Sisters. Yeah, it
1: came out September of last
0: year. Oh, birthday month. But something that came out this year that I have been listening to and I was playing on repeat for a really, really long time... Then we talked about it on the podcast in depth. Well, for me, and I kind of moved on. But Raven by Kalela shook me more than I expected it to. We have a very like trial and tribulated past with Kalela as an artist, as a cast. And she got me back on her good side. I'm not mad. I actually
1: listened to it last week. Oh, look at you. I still didn't like it, but I did. Li- I did listen last week. <laughs> my favorite song of twenty twenty three is "I Won't Wait All Night." What's the real word? What's the real "On the Run"?
0: On the Run.
1: On the Run is my favorite song of twenty
0: twenty three. On the Run is a hit, and I think that more people need to understand that.
1: Yeah, everybody's Klo- talking about slow, boring, sad songs, and no one's talking about the song that's like sexy and beautiful.
0: Oh my god, sexy and beautiful is funny. Please shut up. Stop talking to me.
1: You know that's my only genre. <laughs> <laughs> but Muse is notorious for that y'all he be on the cast going off saying it's the best album he ever heard and then as soon as the episode is over he ain't never pressing play
0: but it's also because of how much I listen to it leading it up to talking about it like I be wearing myself out with music <laughs> the artist be tired of me so I just oblige and move on but me moving on was me moving back to Scissors <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is your album of the year.
0: Apparently every year. Damn. I don't know why. I really like it. Hmm.
1: Well, um, again, y'all, this is our 99th episode. And to celebrate our 100th, we invite y'all to, you know, cite us, hun.
0: (laughs) That is absolutely right. We need y'all to do us a favor. Send in clips, whether it be video or audio, of you going off about us, just like we go off about y'all. We tell y'all we love y'all all the time. We wouldn't be nothing without the listeners, our co-hosts. Y'all are a big part of every episode, and we just want to hear y'all talk about it. There is a surprise coming your way, and we need y'all to be part of the content. Period. So, like, <laughs> do it. Where,
1: where should they send the content, Muse?
0: We accept DMs <laughs> on all platforms, whether that be Twitter. If you follow us on Twitter, if you follow us on TikTok, if you follow us on Instagram, send us a quick note. Or if you really want to be part of the family, you can send an email, old school, to thesicepod at gmail.com. That's P S Y C E. Y'all should really know how to spell this shit by now. P S Y C E P O D at gmail.com. The at gmail.com
1: period
0: and if y'all don't do it we gonna cut y'all out it's fine like just you know us by now (laughs) don't get cute (laughs) we said what we said and we meant it
1: and we meant it well work looking forward to celebrating 100 with you all super super exciting thank you guys
0: for listening this was our mid-year review even though the year ain't mid yet but it's coming
1: but the music is far from mid. you see what i just did right there
0: that was cute yeah. there's also a lot of singles that have been coming out that getting me excited for the rest of the year to be fair to be or not to be not not, <laughs> bye y'all. Everything is funny, a show.
1: Everything is funny. Everything is funny. Swag swag. <laughs> Please. Everything is funny. Everything. Mm-hmm. Wanna be essential to you?